Thank you guys so much for listening to the Family Worship Center podcast. This podcast is our weekly messages that happen at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday here at Family Worship Center. Don't forget to check out our website at myfwc.tv and follow us on all social media. If one of these messages touched you in some way, we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us on our website or on any of our social media pages. Simply put, we exist to partner with God in changing the quality of families' lives. We hope you enjoy this message. It's me in it, so I'm believing that it's going to encourage you guys. How many of you guys need some encouragement sometimes? We all need it, right? We all need it. And I think it's an exciting time that we're in because not only are we seeing, you know, we've always seen men step up and take their place in God's kingdom a lot, but now we're seeing women do it more and more. And it's an awesome time, and it's an exciting time. And, men, I want to encourage you, support your women as they step up and take their place in God's kingdom. Amen? Women, how many of you guys need your men's support? We all need it, right? We need it. All right, so I want to start off in Hebrews 11.40. And how many of you guys are familiar with the heroes of faith? Anybody familiar with them? It talks all about the, all, about all the different heroes, you know, Abraham and, and uh, you know, my mind would go blank about that time, right? David, uh, you know, all the heroes of faith. But it, it includes some other ones that we don't ever think about. And that's where I want to start. This is a part that I've never seen before, and I've read this several times, and it's in Hebrews 11.40. And this is what it says. I love this version. It says, because, because God had us in mind and had something better and greater in view for us, so that they, these heroes and heroines of faith, talking about, you know, everybody just talked about, should not come to perfection apart from us before we could join them. In the Message Bible, it says, God had a better plan for us, that their faith and our faith would come together to make one completed whole. Their faith not complete apart from ours. And when God showed me that, I was like, wow. So in other words, God is saying that even though they were heroes of faith, we are too. We are in the same chapter that they are. Obviously, different, different centuries, you know, all that stuff. But God is saying that inside of each one of us are heroes. How many of you guys have ever felt like a hero? Yeah, me neither. Not half the time, right? Your kids might tell you every once in a while, but not really. But that is what God is saying. He's saying, I have put something on the inside of every one of my children for them to be a part. This chapter is not over. Amen? Moses did his thing. Deborah did her thing. Abraham did his thing. But God needs you to do what he's called you to do. And that's what I want to talk about this morning because so many times when we come up against walls, we just stop short. Because we start to look at the things in our life and our weaknesses instead of focusing on what God's called us to do. How many of you guys focus on your weaknesses sometimes? We all do, right? We all have weaknesses. But I want you to think about something. As we talk about just a couple of women, it's Mother's Day. We got we to gotta talk about the women, right? Right? You men okay with that? Too bad. You got to listen to it. Sorry. All right. We're going to talk about some women this morning that, you know what? Even though they had weaknesses, even though they had obstacles in their life, they still step up and did what God called them to do. And that's what I want us to do is start stepping up into that place that God has called us to step into. Everybody in here has a purpose. And everybody has a place in this church. 
Every one of us. If you're a child of God, you have a purpose on your life. You're not insignificant. God has a plan for you, and it is good. So we're going to look at one this morning, and the first one is Deborah. How many of you guys know the story of Deborah? Deborah's a good one, okay? And i got to be honest, I don't, when I think about it, I'm like, man, she is like Wonder Woman. You know, this, here's this woman that went into battle with all kinds of men. How many women would want to do that, right? Not too many. In fact, lead them. So this is what happens in Deborah's, okay? Deborah was a prophetess. In other words, uh, a lot of people came to her, you know, and she gave them wisdom and guidance. And God told her one time, and he's like, Deborah, I need you to do something because the Israelites at that, that time had messed up again. And they were back, back in a situation where they were being mistreated, okay? So God goes to Deborah, and he's like, all right, this is what I need to happen. And Deborah's, of course, she's a child of God, and she's like, all right, God, let's do this. So she goes to Barak, and he's like, you know, okay, God wants us to go into this battle. We'll go into this battle, but I want you to go with me. So it's cool because he's seeing what's on the inside of her, right? He's seeing that God has called her to do a specific thing. So Deborah steps up, and she takes that, that, her place and what God has called her to do, and they go, and they defeat the armies of, of King, I think it's, or Jabin, I think his name is. But because that woman stepped up and took her place, the Israelites were then freed. But what would have happened if she went and took that place? They, they had, she led tens of thousands of men into this battle. What would have happened if she as a woman would have said, for one thing, I'm a woman, and another thing, I have all this stuff that, that's not okay. You know, I have all these weaknesses. What would have happened? Anybody know? Is, the Israelites still would have been in the same place, Right? But because she decided to take that step, it freed them. And I don't think sometimes we realize the importance of the call of God on every single one of our lives. A lot of times we look, especially as mothers, you know, we, we we're like, you know, people tell us, yeah, it's important. It's so important that you're a mom. We don't understand the importance of it at some times. You're raising somebody that can change the world around them. And a lot of times, we're putting our things on hold to do that, right? So let's talk about Esther. Esther is a great example, too. Here she's going to, um, you know, she becomes a queen. And the, the king Xerxes and Haman are buddies. And Haman gets Xerxes to pretty much be jealous of, of the Jews, okay? He's not liking the Jews. He hates Mordecai, which is her uncle. All this, or is it cousin, something like that. He hates them, so he's like, all right, let's wipe them all out. Let's get rid of all the Jews. And here, Queen Esther is a Jew herself. So she's like, all right, the king that I married just set a law that they're going to get rid of everybody that is in my family and that I know. Esther has a decision to make. How many of you guys know that she has a decision? She could have easily said no. I'm not going to do what God, you know, what God wants me to do in this situation. Knowing that if she takes this step, that she herself could actually die. Because at that time, if you went to the king without him asking, he, they could kill you right then. So Esther has this decision to make. She could have looked at all the things that is wrong with her. 
and be like, there is no way God is calling somebody like me to do this, right? That's what we do a lot of times. There is no way that God's called me to do this. But Esther makes that decision, and she's like, you know what? I'm going to do this because God has called me. In fact, Mordecai said, you are there for such a time as this. God has called you to do this, Esther, and if you take that step, he's going he's gonna to make it to where you're able to do it. Esther takes that step, and what happens? The Jews are saved, right? They don't get killed. What would have happened if Esther was like all the rest of us a lot of time, and, and, and you know, man, God, you, you do realize that, that I have this problem, right? You, you realize I got this problem too, right? Moses, be like Moses, I got a stuttering problem. How do you expect me to talk in front of people? All these different things. But God says, I have put something on the inside of you that somebody else needs, and I need you to step up and do what I've called you to do. And that's what he's saying to every single one of us in here. But it's not without opposition, right? It's a battle. The enemy is not for your salvation, because how many of you guys know you're saved? Everybody in here, you're saved, right? If you've asked Jesus in your heart, you're saved. What does he want? He wants your influence. He wants the call of God on your life not to happen because he knows that when you step into that and do what God's called you to do, it's going to change the people around you. That's what the enemy tries to stop. So what do we do in this battle when we come up against this and we come up against these things that, that it's like, all right, God, you know, you know my struggles. How, how is this going to even happen, right? How many of you mothers ever felt like that? How many of you mothers are like, you gave me these kids? Are you sure I can raise them? Really? Mine just threw a fit in Walmart because they didn't get what they wanted. You know what I mean? What am I doing wrong here? How many of you guys have been there? Just me, right? Every mom in here should raise their hand, right? You could probably raise both hands, your feet, and everything. Right, God, how am I going to make these kids turn out the way they're supposed to and not mess them up, right? How many of you guys have been there? All right, but God gives us these things, and he always gives us weapons to be able to do what he's called us to do, right? Remember, on the inside of you is a hero. And I want you to start seeing yourself that way because that's the way God sees you, as valuable, as precious, and has a purpose. All right, so God... How do we fulfill what God has called us to do when we know that we're going to face opposition? And this is what he says in the, in the Message Bible. I love the way that it says this. In Ephesians 6.10, God has given us the weapons of what we need to be able to fulfill what God has called us to do. This is what it says, and that about wraps it up. God is strong, and he wants you strong. So take everything the Master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, Put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from, forget about in a couple hours. This is for keeps, a life or death to the fight against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. So take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over but the shouting you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life, 
God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. God gave us the weapons that we have. So what are those weapons? We're going to break it down into just four things, four simple things. And it's all in this of how we can fulfill what God has called us. How many of you guys want to fulfill what God's called you to do? I hope everybody does, right? Because somebody needs what you have on the inside of you. And I want you to start to see yourself as as valuable as God sees you because he needs you to to step up and do that. First thing, know where your strength comes from. We all have weaknesses. Where does our strength come from? God. How many of you guys have been in those situations when you're like, God, you better get me up right now because I am struggling big time. You got to help me through this. We got to know where our strength comes from. It's kind of like, all right, superheroes. You guys watch superheroes ever? Are any of them ever really naturally human? No, they got a power from somewhere else, right? That's where our power comes from is God. So we got to use God in those situa- in every situation, honestly. We got to use God as our strength. The second thing is our weapons, the weapons of the word and the weapons of knowing who we are, the weapons of what God says about us. Listen, for too long, we have sat down instead of standing up as Christians. That's why we're facing the issues that we're facing right now in this, in this country. That's why there's confusion of whether a marriage is between a man and a woman. There should be no confusion. It's pretty obvious. You can't have a baby any other way. But we haven't stepped up and taken our place, and that's why we're having the issues that we have today. That's why our children are confused, because we're not teaching them the truth of God's word. Guess what? This is what the Bible says about you. I don't care what the world says about you. That is not how you're made. God made you a specific way. So you be what he's called you to be, but I promise you that he's called you to be whatever this word says. And if it doesn't line up with the word, it's a lie of the enemy. But we got to train our kids in these ways. So that's why we got to start stepping up and speaking the word of God over our life, speaking the word of God in our children's life. I don't care if your children are adults or kids. They still need it. I still need my mom if she's able you know, I know some of our moms have, you know, have, some moms have went on to be with the Lord, but I still want my mom to speak into my life. I still want her to pray for me. Because that is what we are called to do as moms and dads. Dads, you are called to do the same thing. Don't let your spouse do it all. You are called to speak over your children's life, to pray over your children's life, the same way that mom is. And sometimes as moms, we just step up and do it, Right? But we stood down for too long, and we got to start stepping up and taking our place in the kingdom of God and doing what he has called us to do and stop allowing families to destroy it because that's what the enemy wants more than anything. He wants a family separated and destroyed. And he's going to do whatever he can to make that possible. So we got to step up and do our parts. I don't know about you, but I, ain't allowed, I don't want the enemy any part in my life whatsoever. And I'm not just going to sit down and allow anything to happen that is not according to God's will. So we got to step up and get that hero that's on the inside of us to come out of us sometimes. In fact, all the time because it's a constant 
battle. It's a constant battle. Third thing is prayer. It's essential. Pray, pray, pray. A lot of times we don't realize that we can pray literally any time in the day. It doesn't have to be time when we open our mouth and things come out. Sometimes it's something that we have to think in our heads. But prayer is vital. If a prayer is not prayed, God says, listen, I know what you need, but you got to ask me for it. Not only that, is I want a relationship with you, and I can't have a relationship with somebody that I don't spend time with. And if I'm not spending the time with the person that I'm getting my strength from, then we're blocking that, that strength that we need because we're not even spending time with them. So prayer and spending time. And the fourth thing is relationships. Relationships with each other and other Christians. And this is an area where I believe the enemy has has made it to where we don't realize the importance of having other people in our life to help us and support us along the way. God made us so that he can have a relationship with us. What do you think he wants us to have? Relationships with one another. Because there are times in our life when we need that person to speak into our life, when we feel like we're at the bottom of the pit. And God has people in our lives for a reason. And sometimes we push ourselves away from those people. When God's saying, listen, I have put you, I have put them in your life for a reason. Yeah, they are telling you the truth because they love you. But here's the thing, if we don't have that person, a lot of times we don't even, we don't even try to have it. Because we don't realize the importance. I was at a time at one point when, when I kind of felt like this was years and years and years ago. When I was like, I actually told Pastor Brooke, I was like, man, I feel like I really don't have a friend that I can actually go to and talk to. And she said, have you even asked God for it? I'm like, you asked God for that? What? She said, why not? He wants you to have relationships. And I'm like, he does want me to have relationships. Because he realizes that one of the biggest things, especially as moms, we get too busy with all of our children's activities that we don't take time for ourselves. We're going here and we're going there, and that busyness mentality keeps us a lot of times from, from having those relationships because we think, oh, well, I got something every night of the week. How in the world am I ever going to fit a friendship in here, right? But it's valuable. In fact, it says at the end of uh, Ephesians 6.10, this is what it says. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. A part in this that we miss so often, we know the full armor of God, that's what that is. But we miss the part when God says, I need you guys to be there for each other. That's why we have the small groups. Guys, if you're not in the small group, get hooked up. You've got to have those people in your life that when you are down low, that are going to encourage you and build you up. How many of you guys can honestly say that if you didn't have certain people in your life, you don't know where you would be right now? But if you don't have that, I want to encourage you to look for that. And obviously it needs to be a godly man or woman, <laughs> right, that is going to lead us into the right direction when we're, when we're maybe going off track a little bit. Pray for that, guys. It's what God desires. So four things that God has, God has told us. 
four things. Number one, he is our strength. Every weakness that we have doesn't really matter. That doesn't change the fact that we have a call on our lives. He knows, your, he knows the messes, right? He made you. He knows your situations. Number two is using the, the weapons that we have, the weapons that God has given us, the word of God. Get in there. Start speaking it over your life. Stop backing down. Number three. What was number three? <laughs> pray. Pray. Sorry, guys. Pray. It's important. Seriously, even though I forgot, it's important. Number four, develop those relationships with the people around you. Because that's, that's what's going to help you in those times when you're struggling and you just need somebody to let it all out. Right? How many of you guys, how many of you guys have to do that sometimes? You just got to let it out, right? Men, sometimes you're the brunt of the women's letting it out. But we still need those women in, their, in our lives. Women, I can't tell you enough. Your kids will be better off if you take that time for yourself. Because you can't be with your kids 24-7. Take that time. It's going to make you a better mother. I didn't realize it until I started doing it. It makes you a better mother. It makes you a better wife, a better friend, a better person in general. Because you've got to have that time with yourself. Amen. I'm just going to pray for you guys real quick, and then Cody will, uh, will give us some, some more info. Father, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for the call that is on each and every person in here. Father, I thank you, Lord, that we're going to start stepping up and doing what you have called us to do in our lives. Lord, you said that we are heroes just like the heroes of faith. And I pray that you would just open our eyes and see how valuable we are to you, Father, so valuable that you sent Jesus. And I pray that you would just help us to use these weapons, Father, and bring people into our lives that are going to encourage us and help to build us up and find relationships for, for us, that, for some that don't have those relationships yet. But, but, Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are bringing them people into their lives. And I just thank you, Lord, for encouraging us, for loving us, enough to tell us that, you know what? I have a purpose for you, and I'm wanting you to step into that, to step into what you have called, what, what I've called you to do, Father. And we just thank you for that. We thank you for your unconditional love. And we thank you, Father, that when we are weak, you are strong. And you give us the strength to do all that you have called us to do. In Jesus' name.